Welcome to the podcast Failing Failure by Think Sage. I'm your host Shalini and to give you a brief brief about what we're doing here, this podcast is aimed to inspire, educate and transform the stories of you remarkable humans who despite facing numerous obstacles have reached where they are today. And in this show, we will talk about the professional journey of these exceptional people which may assist you in making well-informed career decisions. Today we have with us Sumit Agarwal who's the founder of PR Signals a public relations team dedicated to client success image and reputation he has connected with people from the united nations world economic forum forbes and entrepreneur in fact he's also a part of organizations like rotary international public relations society uh, of india and many others such a pleasure to have you on our podcast welcome sir a pleasure being here thank you we are so glad you could give us some of your time uh, so uh, let's start with your journey how did you start with college and later went on to do such great roles like starting with being the general secretary of the human rights organization See, uh, my journey has been a little different from, from uh, other people. Yeah. Uh, because I was born in seven seven months. Yeah. And as soon as I was born, the the doctor said he's dead. And uh, then yeah. I was kept in an incubator for two days. Uh, fortunately, I survived, but I had cerebral palsy. Yeah. And. At a very young age, I had two major surgeries, right? Yeah. So most of the most of the time, when my friends are out chilling, chilling and partying and going to places, I was most of the time in hospitals talking to nurses and doctors about uh, how they are doing and how they heal the world, right? Mm. So uh, at a very young age, I was fascinated with the concept of talking and creating relationships and the facets of communication. Right? Yeah. So because I love talking, you know, yeah. if you would have made a stranger sit beside me for next for next one hour, within the next one hour, he would become my best friend. So so. You know, this is this is something which I just had within me that people connected to me at a very deeper level. Level. Yeah. Uh, but the story was different uh, during my school days and other days where I was isolated from the rest of the class because people thought I I was different. So. Yeah. So that's it. As you mature, you learn to have more acceptance. Uh, for other people, right? Yeah. So, sir, what about after you graduated from your college? What what made you take different roles in all these organizations? Yeah, after I graduated from the college, I was already in these roles when I was doing my MBA, right? Yeah. I was already in these roles while I was doing my MBA, but when I wanted wanted a corporate job so as to say right uh, i sat for a lot of interviews during my college days and uh, they told me uh, all of the interviewers they, they looked at me and said you cannot walk or stand 
so you cannot do a job because you're you have made it in marketing yes. and uh, right now because of the pandemic all the marketing jobs are being done from home using zoom and other software yes. uh so it it took a entire global pandemic for people to realize that even marketing can be done from home yeah yeah that's true i mean yeah because of the entire process before that marketing was something in, in like uh, technology was something which was going very slow paced in india and after yeah. this pandemic yeah. everything is just so fast paced i was a early adopter of technology i i yeah. believe technology bridges gaps and allows you to compensate for whatever disability you might have yeah absolutely sir so um sir what with so many great roles that you did you must have had plenty of opportunities and why so why did you decide to start a company in of your own see uh, as i said when i scratch for a corporate job people said that you are not able to do a marketing job right i said hmm. okay you are not give, going to give my give me a chance i'm going to open my own company I don't care. I mean, I'm not reliant on the society. Why be a taker from the society when you can be a giver? Yeah, that's so, true. So this is how my mindset operates when somebody says, "Oh no, I'm not gonna give you an opportunity." I say that okay, you don't have to. I'll create the opportunity myself, and then I'll give myself the opportunity. So, so, so this is how I think. Yes, sir. I mean, uh, that's truly inspirational of how you decided to create something of your own. So right now, I have clients from Israel. I have clients from Houston. I have clients from all over the world. Yes, and I, I work with them. Okay. So, sir, what got you interested in into PR uh, in the first place, and how did you navigate through after deciding that yes, I am, I can see myself doing this after, let's say, ten years. See, uh, the market is so volatile right now. You cannot even think of ten years. You will have to think of one year first, right? Yeah. You have to think the one year bad. PR will be there or not? How will it change? How will the landscape change? Mm-hmm. Right. For example, in two thousand four, I remember there was the auto put. Right. Yeah. Nowadays, nobody talks about it because it's dead. Facebook came and killed auto put. Right. Yeah. And uh, now other platforms are going to come in uh, and going to do the same thing to Facebook. Yeah, so, like Instagram. So, you know, in, in in the PR landscape, you cannot think for ten years. Yeah. So, because uh, communication yeah. is ever changing. I'll tell you something. Uh, people used to listen to radios before television. They still listen to radios, but the number is quite small. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has transitioned into podcasts, right? Yeah. Uh, so so the PR PR landscape. It's so ever changing that you cannot dare to think for ten years. You have to think for one year, then again the next year, then yeah. again the next yeah. year. So this is how you look at when you are looking at it in PR or anything to do with technology or digital space. 
So, uh, sir, what about how when you first started with PR, how did you manage to get your first client? See, I, as I said, uh, during my college days only, I was a part of Rotary, I was a part of Chai, I have been a part of PRSI, I yeah. have been a part of uh, the Calcutta Management Association and various other organizations, hmm. a number of organizations, uh, entrepreneurship organizations. Uh, and uh, uh, by the time when I decided to start, I already had a lot of contacts and connections. so what about some of the challenges that you had faced in your journey and how did you counter them how did you keep yourself I'll motivated i'll tell you i'll tell you at one of the client meetings i was sitting at the client office and the client was looking at me from top to bottom and like yeah you cannot work i said does doing your doing the pr for your company involve me running a marathon if it doesn't then it shouldn't concern you that I am able to walk or not. Yeah, true. So, so things like this happen. I have been pretty blunt to people about it. And that is how I deal with things. You know. Yeah, which is, I think, the best. I don't, believe, I don't believe in diplomacy. I'm, I'm very sorry. I am, not, I am not one of those PRs who believe in diplomacy. Yeah, I agree, sir. I mean, being straightforward is something which should be more common in our society. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's also your favorite hobby is understanding human beings, as you have mentioned, and that you're a storyteller, yeah. right? Yes. And students who are graduating today, it, like they don't like the stories in the traditional sense. You know, we might read them because they can be our syllabus, but we don't feel connected with them. So do you think stories you, you don't have to do it in a traditional way. For example, if you look at the, you know, my stories, what, I, what do I mean by stories? Let me start from there. Yeah. Uh, when, I, when I talk about stories, for example, if I know your journey and your story, for example, if you are knowing my story right now, you are able to see my life through my eyes. You are able to connect with my experiences and uh, form an image of what I have been through and what I, how my journey has been like so far. Right? Yeah. So that is what I mean by story that you can live multiple lives at, in one life by getting to know other people, getting to know the stories of other people. Right? Yeah. And if you don't like traditional stories, that is okay. If you look at the gaming industry, it has been creating uh, wonderful games mm. centered around the mythological stories, right? So if that is something how you consume content, you're welcome to do it. If you are uh, still a fan of watching traditional uh, puppet shows or traditional uh, shows which, uh, you know, give you mythological content, yeah. that is something, uh, see, uh, the convention of content is uh, technically a very different choice 
for mm. different people, right? Some people might like virtual reality. Some people might like podcasts. Some people might like written content. Yeah. You know, uh, again, you, you, do you feel connected or not? This comes from the way you are consuming the content. Yeah, and like in what form, right? Yeah. So, sir, even uh, let's say there's a podcast, a YouTube video that we're watching, or, you know, even reading a blog. So even each of these media channels has a different way of telling their own story. So do you think in that case, brands, you know, the way brands tell their stories, it has changed for, you know, let's say millennials? It has become much more interactive. Number one, brands have become yeah. much more interactive. They will reply to you on Twitter uh, if you have any concerns. Yeah. They uh, use a lot of user-generated content. Mm. For example, if you're having a Starbucks coffee and you tag them on the Starbucks handle and the picture and the caption is really good, Starbucks yeah. might just decide to use it. So they use a lot of user-generated content. That is the second point. The third point is brand have, brands have become much more narrative-driven. What do I mean by narrative-driven? They are much more focused on clearly communicating their mission and vision hmm. as a company. Right? Yeah. And what kind of audiences do they relate to? And uh, for millennials, they can... They can use a lot of different platforms to interact with customers so that it doesn't become a one-way communication. Hmm. And previously, yeah. what used to happen is you put out an ad or a billboard on a uh, and, and that's it. You cannot communicate with that ad or you cannot communicate with the consumer directly. But here, right now, millennials have much more touch points with the brand. Yeah, that's true. So uh, in that case, so what do you think that if someone who is into uh, media studies, how they can find, how can they find internships to make on, you know, an impact on management and through that internship? That is a totally different question, but uh, to answer that question, yeah. um, all of the interns must be familiar with different forms of content, even if, you know, even if you're a fresher, you must be familiar with different forms of content mm -hmm. and you must be very good at writing. For example, you want to blog for, uh, say, ABC, XYZ, uh, media company, right? Yeah. If you're not good at writing or if you're not good at, uh, if you want to be an anchor and if you're not good at speaking, yeah. that won't help you, right? So basic communication skills is what I find lacking in interns and uh, that is what you need to develop uh, for applying to these companies. You know? if, yes. you want to, if you want to apply to a company, uh, start your own blog, start writing your own blog and when you apply to a company, send that blog and send samples of your writing so that they, uh, they can judge you based on your previous performance. Yeah. So even with that, 
like you mentioned that the entire media industry you cannot we cannot predict what the future of pr might be in let's say 10 years yes. but what do you think it will be according to your perspective according to my perspective media is going to be more segmented there are going to be newer platforms which come up with more vernacular content yeah. because the vernacular space still have a lot of untapped potential say hindi bengali or marathi or any other language has a lot more potential to create uh, content be it blogs or be it ott ott platforms mm-hmm. there is still a lot of penetration that can be done in tier 2 and tier 3 cities in forms of vernacular content it will be much more segmented and focused on a specific target audience yeah okay and as uh, so with pr you started as the you know general secretary of human rights organization and then did multiple roles in the industry so how did you think your roles in industries in this particular segment has changed over time See, I have always been a very tech-savvy and tech-focused person. Yeah. I have always been a follower of product design. I have always used SaaS tools. So I am an early adopter, so I have to say. And I don't think my roles have changed that much because I was an early adopter. I am an early adopter of tools. And yeah. I plan on being an early adopter of tools in the future as well. Okay. So, uh, sir, I mean, this was an inspirational, uh, like it was so inspirational to hear about your entire journey. but in the end is there anything that you would advise to the students who are just starting out in their career see uh, unless you are rejected from 10 or 15 interviews yeah you, you don't get a sense of what life is right yeah so, so don't uh, equate rejection with uh, depression you know Mm. This is one thing. This is one thing that I would like to say because a lot of students right there, out there, are getting depressed and uh, they are wanting jobs but not getting it. But you know, this is how life is, and uh, this is what gives you the experience yeah. to distinguish from what what is right and what is wrong. Yes, sir. Absolutely, and you know, and through this process, we find the perfect company for ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know, thank you for so, thank you so much for giving us your tri- time and for showing us all the strength and determination that you have had this entire, you know, in your in your entire journey. Thank you so much, sir. My pleasure. Thank you. So this was an interesting conversation with Sumata Garwal and here are some of the things that we discussed in this conversation. One of the things that he mentioned for people looking for internships is regarding the basic skills needed for that particular job. Most of the time we're trying to achieve something well beyond our range when what we should be focusing on is how to get the best at what we're doing currently. He also talks about how rejection is something that we should get ourselves familiarized with before starting our journeys 
as it teaches us more about life than any other things so the next time you're trying to something risky head on with all your power and give it your 100% in in case it does not work out for you try harder the next time and you'll get there eventually so i hope you took away something of value out of our conversation and if you did then do remember to apply it in your lives make sure to hit subscribe if you haven't already and if you liked our podcast then do leave out a review that's it for this week everyone out there thank you for tuning in and listening we'll come back next week with a new story until then enjoy your week